You are now listening to a member of the Disney Podcast family. Head over to Disney Podcast family on Instagram to see all the latest posts for this show and links to other great Disney podcasts. There was an idea. The idea was to bring together a group of remarkable people. See if they could become something more. I have an army. We have a Hulk. This is the Marvel Tribe, brought to you by Walt's Apartment Podcast and the Diz Insider. Avengers! Assemble. <laughs> all right, all right. Well, hey, ladies and gentlemen. Special, special live of the Marvel Tribe. Absolutely. So we are going to talk about what, in my opinion, is probably one of the best culmination of episodes ever produced by Marvel. And we can definitely get into that. Uh, but first, let's make our introductions. I mean, I, I am the co-host, Blurred Hulk, with the Disney podcast princess, Sam, <laughs> who doesn't like us saying her last name on air. So we'll just say Sam. How are you doing, Sam? I'm good. Uh, sorry, we are a couple minutes late. We, Sam converted time zones incorrectly. <laughs> so, but we're here and we're ready. Ready to talk about? I agree with you, David. This episode made my brain spin in every direction, and the end. I just sat there, stood like sat there with my mouth open, like, <laughs> "What? What? The, where do we go from here?" The, the end sabotaged everything. It made a reset. Everyone who is a rabbit hole a theorist, speculator, the end just said, "Nope," just like that. So while and we've had oh a we've God. had a hard time. My delay am I am I super delayed? <laughs> no, you're fine. You're good. Okay, so my Marvel did so much with this, and the thing is, we've we've struggled to speculate on Loki in general since season one. I mean, we come up with what we would like to see, what we think they could do, but we've not had like any idea where they're going because this is all brand new material. It's not coming from a, another canon source. Nope, you're right. Yeah, I'm. I, I this is what I'm gonna say. Uh, first of all, uh, spoil, spoilers because Loki just came out the other day. So if you haven't seen it, don't be watching this live. Because we are definitely going to be talking about uh, what just went down and stuff. So um, catch it on the, uh, you know, you can definitely uh, stream us on the podcast, download this episode later, um, and then, you know, go watch it and then come back and, and consume this content. But you've been warned. So with that said, I, I have to say RIP to the entirety of the MCU multiverse, like, I yeah, it blew it blew me away. Um, how much of Jonathan Majors do you think played into that scene, that ending scene with Victor? 
How much of that do you think it was to recast Jonathan Majors as King the Conqueror? I thought about that. I I, I really did give that some thought. And I, I really think this has nothing to do with this, with that. It more has um, to do with Kevin Feige having one big trick under his sleeve. And he found a villainous character who's multifaceted. Granted, he's going, he's coming towards the end of whatever he's dealing with, but he found a person that he could really do some, some amazing things with and kind of ruffle some feathers through the Marvel universe with this character. I mean, we, we literally have, and most people don't realize this, like people thought like Thanos was, was the butcher. Cause you know, one snap, he killed trillions and trillions. I mean, he cl- he killed half of all life. Right. Yeah. Well, pruning a timeline killed all of life and he's killed trillions to the trillionth power. I mean, this guy, if, if you're doing body counts, nobody's hanging with King the Conqueror. So he's truly the big baddie that, that is, is coming in. That is why here. he is he who remains. <laughs> Cause when the, at the end of time, it's going to be King. You're not going to like to, to destroy him. Can you? Yeah. No, no, no. In fact, um, a guy is very comfortable in his death because he put, <laughs> I mean, when you control the timeline like that, you're, you're, you're literally a God. I mean, he, he set things in motion to pluck this Victor Timely, who is a variant of himself off of the sacred timeline. So that means that he who remains knew regardless of what he said, that dude lied. He knew what was going on. He had a plan. That dude is playing 4D chess with all of these characters. And and that is why we're getting those chess references with Miss Minute. Yeah. Yeah. Also, so my thought was, my thought was that he who remains at the, you know, one that we've met before in the last season knows his variants are going to try. Maybe his variants are all good. Maybe he knows that they're going to stop him or that there are variants that can stop him. They can reverse whatever he does. So he is sending information back through Miss Minutes from he who remains at the end of time to stop them from stopping him. Because maybe the only person who can stop King the Conqueror is King the Conqueror. Yeah, I mean that's kind of what what that's kind of leading up to. I I, I agree. I, I again, I think we're we're talking as someone who whose genius level is that on Reed Richards' uh, scale. So as and this is what I really loved about this episode is that we're seeing things unfold that we weren't really expecting to happen. And, and it really kind of makes you kind of really think about how much of, I mean, we, we, we saw glimpses of, of personalities that we see through all the Kings and stuff like they really are kind of loners, right? Uh, They are kind of tricksters, you know, I mean, Loki can respect that. That dude is a scam artist, no matter what. So you'll know what is true and what isn't true and stuff. Yeah. So 
he's uh, he's definitely operating on a different level uh, of scheming and stuff. So to he knows himself. So it has to be himself who has to defeat himself. And it, I'm, I feel like we're talking in a paradox here, but we kind of are. That's just kind of how this is. Also, I just want to say, Miss Minutes, I want to smash her clock face in repeatedly. <laughs> so I, I can I flesh out one of my theories that I really didn't get to in that little small, little, little mini side quest uh, thing I did. Miss um, Minutes, and, and I, I should have been more direct when I said this. I think Miss Minutes has a variant. And Miss Minutes' variant is Lila. Who is the little? Uh, who is the also a, a sentient AI in Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse? She works at the you know at the Hall of the Spider-Man's, helping them make sure canon events take place, or else because it's going to cause trouble in the timeline. Sounds familiar, right? Uh, AI who's sentient who does that? I'm who works on the timeline? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, pretty darn sure that Miss Minute has a variant, and that variant is absolutely Lila. That um, so I just want to kind of put that out there and let people kind of chew on that because it's not that that theory isn't really out there uh, like that. So, um, you heard it here on the Marvel Tribe with the Blurred Hulk. Uh, I absolutely love that theory. Didn't even didn't even fathom Miss Minutes having a variant. I just looked, I heard this entire episode. I just sat there and I was like, what a see you next Tuesday. Everything was so self-serving, so manipulative. I was so angry. Mm -hmm. So angry watching her. Well, look at what, okay. So it opens up with obviously, so, you know, we get the title card opening and it goes straight to the end of time where Miss Minutes and Ren Slayer have been sent by Syl- uh, Sylvie and we we got left on the cliffhanger of the last episode of I have a secret to tell you about he who remains and you're not going to like it so Miss Minutes being the manipulative you know what decides you know she's going to show um, Ravona what the secret is and so she plays this clip, a uh, little miniaturized clip for Rowana, where it's Renslayer and He Who Remains sitting at the end of time, and they're in the throne room, and he is thanking her for being on her on his side, helping him win the army. They're talking about how you know we're going to rule everything uh, forever, and she says always, and she can for see she time. has this kind of evil yeah. for all times. And, and he says always. Yeah, yeah, he says always. And, but or no, he says he for all time, of, and she um, says always. He says always later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he had this kind of, like, really, you can tell, like, that was a very uncomfortable thing that uh, she was saying. So that's why it, it's, there's nodes of that selfishness, like that, that, that psychopathy, narcissistic thing in him. Like, oh, she's talking about we. <laughs> Nah, this is me. This is all me. So he sent her back to the TVA and she is like, are you coming? He's like, yeah, I'll I'll catch up. And then in comes Miss Minutes. This is why I actually, I thought Renslayer should have been pissed off at Miss Minutes too, 
because he's like execute protocol 42, which means wipes everybody in the TVA's mind. So I'm if I was Renslayer, I, I don't know about you, but if I was Renslayer and, and she played that, and I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to be just mad at the dead guy. You helped that. You wiped my mind. So I, I don't know what you think, but I would. Renslayer, Renslayer has a trauma bond. Renslayer has a trauma yeah. bond to Miss Minutes. That's literally the only person she has left. There's yeah, okay. nobody else giving her information. Plus, who has been taking care of her and giving her information to help her run the TVA this entire time? Miss Minutes. Yep. I feel like she has this trauma bond where she's so reliant upon her that it probably didn't even connect that, hey, this is like abuse. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. Actually, I didn't think about that. That's actually a good good point. Um they, they are tied through that, through trauma. So she would have those uh, blurred goggles on when it comes to Miss Minutes doing evil stuff because she's doing it for her behalf at this point in time, right? Yes. Plus, I mean, after, I mean, I would, it, like, if I just, why wasn't she mad when she got there and got back there and was like, you just cut me off the boat and you let him do it? Like, well, you told yeah, him to do it. Yeah. Like you encouraged it. Miss Minutes is weird. Such a weirdo. Talk about your She's AI sadistic. falling in love with you. Yeah. She she is sadistic and red flags dropping everywhere uh for anyone that's around her. I mean, they need to be like, uh, yeah, I can't I, I'm not kicking it with you. I'm good. But yeah. I have to say, so tell me, uh, did you or maybe it was just me when Victor Timely finally enters the TVA in from the in the war room where his big head uh, statues in the background and he's now there he's in the TVA I had a big like yes like this is like I shouldn't be cheering on because he's a villain ish but it's like daddy like, yeah, daddy came home. home yeah dude's home like oh it's about to get it's about to ramp up but Surprisingly, it wasn't. He he kept his integrity. That variant kept mm-hmm. his integrity. I mean, yeah, we don't know yeah, what yeah. was going to happen when he got you know out to put the Thurisher piece in, but he at least was going to attempt it, knowing he could die, unless he knew, unless he sent himself as a variant to die to further along some other kind of plan. But I want to go uh-huh. with he had it. I want to go with he had integrity because it'll make my heart happier. <laughs> So I like that. And obviously we'll find out in the next episode, but I think this was all part of he who remains plan. Like mm. this, this really like, Oh my Like, yeah. And we can definitely, we'll get into that part and stuff, but I love how he was just wandering. Go ahead. Go ahead. The finale. We'll, we'll get more into it, but that final mm-hmm. scene, they could have ended oh. a season with that. They could have mm-hmm. ended a season with that. And I would have yep. been, salivating yep. for more for the next year <laughs> like i would have been oh begging that see oh, this episode was yep. incredible the storytelling was incredible the yep. um the filmography of the scenes running down the hallway mm-hmm. when miss minutes is like keeping sylvie and loki apart just yep. the uh drama in those scenes the lighting everything was so perfect and then that at the end there's just this beautiful cut to black when everything is <laughs> sucked into a giant black hole and everything is gone um they, they so cranled with us that's what, what to blackness, that's how they and I'm like, ended, 
Yeah, that's how they ended The Sopranos. And some people loved it because you never knew what happened with the fam- Tony Soprano's family or anything in the diner. It just went to black. And some people hated it. I was I was part of the party that hated that. If they would have ended that season of it just cutting to black on Loki's face as the light, just I would have lost my shit. So, so the difference with the Sopranos going out like that and Loki going out like that is they can play out this whatever the ending is, the end of time with Loki's story, literally anywhere mm-hmm. else in the MCU. So we mm-hmm. were going to get further answers regardless. Yeah, me, yeah, yeah. The Sopranos, that obviously that what there was no uh, multiverse going on or anything. So it was just <laughs> the end. But no. I I loved that scene and I it made my jaw drop and I I panicked. I panicked, but in a good way. Yeah, no. Oh, same. I my jaw drop. I it took me a minute to collect myself to because I I just literally just we just witnessed every as far as we know the inform the little bit of information we know about the timelines and everything else we just witnessed existence just get sucked out of yeah it's gone yeah just gone and we watched Loki his man okay so Tom Hiddleston um, that dude I had to rewatch it because. He didn't say anything. It was all facial expressions. And it said a million words right there. We saw the despair. We saw uh, we saw a God who isn't afraid, afraid of really anything, just felt defeated. Like he went through all emotions and real, like it really was like the end for him. And his jaw dropped and everything. And I'm, we're just watching yeah. him act this out and stuff and feeling the same thing he was like what the hell <laughs> that came out and that's not how this is supposed to end all of this work this is we're supposed to this is how this so yeah kudos to him uh hillson dude you should get an a uh, 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 oscar just for this episode yeah alone that that was that was awesome i also love uh the way that this episode Gave us so before destroying everything because we have no idea what's to come. We don't know who's going to still exist. We don't know how they're going. No we idea. know nothing, zero idea. Um, it gave us some more intimate moments with some of the people we haven't gotten to know much. Like we got more time mm-hmm. with B five Brad. We got to see more with Docs <laughs> and B fifteen General Docs. So getting all of these smaller intimate moments, not only did it reconnect you to the storyline and give you hope and make you like, it was, it was such a pull back and forth. It was like, yes, there's hope for the TVA. And then it's like, Oh Mm. shit, the bad guys are here. And then yes, there's hope still. No, it's bad again. (laughs) It was this back and forth the entire episode. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Brilliantly written. One of my favorite, I gotta say, one of my favorite parts of this episode was was the meeting of Ouroboros and Victor Timely. Like when uh, when they when they found when uh, Sylvie, Loki, and Mobius found Victor and they escorted him to the to the uh, engineering room where uh, you know uh, Victor Time uh, where Ouroboros was working on fixing the loom, and then they meet. And he talked of like for a second, like that moment of like, wait, what was your name again? 
Victor? Wait, what? Like, yeah. And but who did? Who whose ideas are these? Yeah, yeah. We don't. Yeah, it's a chicken before egg. This was this is the iconic. What came first? Because Victor Timely based his entire life work off of that TVA handbook, which is authored by Ouroboros. Ouroboros wrote and designed everything in the TVA based off of the 19th century uh, uh, inventor, Victor Victor Timely. And we're in this space where we're outside of the timeline. So it really is that paradoxical chicken or the egg. What came first and stuff. And so I, uh, I, I love, and then they, I asked for each other's autographs and they were fan boying out on, over each other. That was kind of cool. So then that takes me back to where we, you know, started the episode and, or, or in the last episode, actually, when we see that Ravona Renslayer drops the book to the tiny little um, mm-hmm. Victor. And that's because Miss Minute told her that that's what he who remains wanted. Like, yep. what? Like, who actually, like, did he who remains actually charge this? Did Miss Minutes do this because he's gone and she's trying to get him back? So I'm, I'm going to be, I think, and here's why I think I, I did go through that thought process of if, is this really a, like a master scheme of Miss Minutes? Or is this he who remains? I really believe it's he who remains. Because Miss Minutes is obsessed. She is. She she's is obsessed, and she keeps at that last sign where, or the last um, time that she saw him. She's like, "You'll yeah. never be him." She's unstable. Yeah, like I, I really thought she was going to boil a bunny rabbit. Like she was that. She was that crazy. Like I was getting basic instinct vibes. From an AI sentient being, so who is allowed to have her own free will? Yes, yeah, absolutely. And there was something about that scene, though. I'm going to go with it's Miss Minutes because there's something about that last scene. Like she's so jealous with all the variants, like doesn't Mm -hmm. have that connection to them, and. Because Ravona does, or because someone else, or something else does, she she wants that direct attention um, from her creator, and that that last scene, well, not one of the last scene, but one of the last scenes when she's being powered down so that they can shut down the security systems in the TVA. She goes, "You'll never be him." Like I was going to sacrifice mm-hmm. you anyways, because you you'll never be him. Or like I don't know, I'm, I I feel like Miss Minutes has a bigger role to play than he who remains at this point. And I think that by dis- by if something were to happen with the variants, then she never gets him back. So that's why she's like trying to bring all of them in or something like that. I don't know. Well, yeah, I've got to well, flesh it out some need- more. Yeah. Well, I think she, she came to a realization through Ravona that they don't need he who remains. So that's why she, yeah, but she's you know, she psycho obsessed. With that. You're never going to be, yeah, you're not going to be him. You're never going to be that person. This know. was, and I, I really do think that that was a reaction to he who remains plan. I mean, in fact, so here, here's, here's my thought process on this here. Um, he who remains planted variants of himself throughout the sacred timeline. They have no clue that they are king variants. That's why they're not, they're just living out their little lies 
you know, like little Victor Tinley, as we saw, he was pouring wax into a candle and because he's like a candle maker and stuff, right? His he didn't start creating a new timeline until he got that book because when they fast forward to when Victor was uh, older, it created a new branch timeline. So long, so I think he who remained knew his end was coming. So he planted multiple variants of himself on the sacred timeline without them knowing about it. They just, they just exist. Some are going to live and just die. Some are going to be, or one or two may be activated like Victor Timely. And I think Victor Timely was the plan that he told me, you know, this is him playing chess, right? He yeah. told, uh, you know, uh, Miss Minutes to get Renslayer to do this mission to get Victor into the TVA to basically become the new he who remains at the end of all time, right? And then we get this ending, like boom. I, I that's this. My theory is dead. Like I don't know if this was a failed plan or is, if this was supposed to happen. Like uh, this is all part of him playing 4D chess. Like this, he he got Victor. He set up Sylvie. He set up Loki. Like those two are the crucial crutch to everything, right? There's more superheroes and stuff, right, out there in, in the universe. Um, so why Loki? Why is Loki and Sylvie so special? They pluck. They plucked Sylvie when she was a kid. I think he knew that Sylvie had to kill him. Like this is all part of his his plan. All every. Everything that led up to the blanking of everything at the end was part of his plan. I don't know how. I don't know what it means. This is the first time where I'm I'm out of theories, and I don't know what's coming next, which I'm excited for. Yeah, it, but to be in the mind of Kevin Feige, like <laughs> oh, I want to, yeah. I want to live in there. It would be like endless creativity. Too. No, we would never sleep or eat or shower. <laughs> I think it. I'll be. Honest, I think it would be exciting and torturous to be in one of those think tank rooms in Marvel Studio when they're creating all of these storyboards and stuff. I I couldn't help myself. Like I I I would just be in awe, listening and horrified at the same time for the stuff they want to do and the stuff that they just dish off. Like no, we're not doing this. Like it, it's to be in the presence of him and his cohorts of of marvel experts just storyboarding the entire phases and everything and stuff and how everything ties that would just blow my mind and scare me all at the same time yeah it would be a lot um is there anything do you want to dissect some more scene by scene so we yeah yeah to... yeah so so let's talk about let's talk about the um so we have General Vox and her merry men of hunters all locked up and arrested, right? Obviously, they try to prune all the timelines because that's all they know how to do. That's all they're programmed to do. They thought they were doing the right thing. So they're in jail. Um, the The judge came to B-15 and said, hey, look, uh, at one point in time, I didn't. I thought the TVA way was the only way. You're the one who convinced me. You're going to have to convince her, right? So she goes to go talk to General Docs. And, you know, it's kind of it's kind of funny because Docs is sitting in the middle of the room. All of her soldiers are like like in the timeout corner of the of the room. Mm -hmm. She's sitting in the middle. Mind you, on top of that box, (laughs) 
of you know that that box that they use to to crush you know uh, mm-hmm. uh, things. So they, so B fifteen goes in to talk to her. And I think I I'm gonna be honest. I think she gave her something to chew on, and and she almost kind of convinced her, like, let's figure out a new way we can keep work and save the TVA mm-hmm. together, and and do what you know what we need to do. This is what we were trained to do, yeah. Programmed right. to do. Yeah, she wasn't like, you're not my enemy. I have to do this because we're trying to slow everything down, and you're like steadily destroying trillions and trillions of timelines and stuff and people. So let's, but we want to work with you. I mean, we understand how, I know how you are. You know how I am. I'm not lying to you. I really do. They're both loyalists. Yeah, we're both loyalists and we're both in a new timeline. I mean, a new way we, we need need to uh, take a moment and figure this out together. So I think she was, I think she was going to come around. So after she left, in comes uh, uh, Ravona Renslayer with her demand, Miss Minutes, and saying, hey, basically, bottom line, I'm taking back the TVA. I leave for a few days, and it's gone to shit. Uh, You're either with me or you're not. You're against me. If you're with me, hey, guess what? I'll reward you with a, a sweet life like Brad over there on the timeline and call it good. Help me out. If not, hey, rest and in peace, right? Docs was like, no, ma'am, we are not going to do that. Like, you are a yep. traitor. You are an enemy of the yep. TVA. She remained in her yep. loyalist ways. So yep. uh, Miss Minutes did her. And Miss little... Minutes was so happy to jump into that freaking, uh, that machine to that turn that machine the, on. The boxes. Oh, yeah. She's so witchy. Um, perfect for Halloween season. <laughs> 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 and you know puts them all in the box and uh brad does not end up in a box because brad yeah, cares more about it. being a uh actor who's going to fall from fame in two months to uh yeah. you know what brad remind care. me of what so you remember the character have you, you, you seen i'm assuming you've seen the matrix right yes so you, you remember the the character the the guy who t- betrays everyone because he's tired of eating goop and there he just wants to be put back into the matrix he yeah. wants to be rich he wants to not remember that's who Brad reminds me of is that guy the guy who was like yes I will help you guys when if I can have my life back mm-hmm. and stuff I don't care what damage it does to I mean I I'm like bar for bar he is a reincarnation of that guy like yeah. Yeah, Brad is like, so, just get me back to my limousine. I love that uh, Mobius told him, you're going to fall from fame in two months anyways. <laughs> so so yeah. rate, rate, rate this death scene because I, I'm going to be honest. Of all the death scenes of every movie in Marvel, this is probably the most gruesome death scene I've ever and seen. And you see when they all, nothing. Yes, they all got put in the box. This was some serial killer morbid stuff. Like they they weren't just dying from the, the force field of the box. They were crushing into each other. They were killing each other as they turned the into smush. It's I the sound effects. Me, oh, oh my god. Yeah, this was hands down the worst murdering ever in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I've I've ever not witnessed. What about a de- the decapitation? Even that. 
I'm sorry, but I rather you because decapitation, I means I'm dead a half a second. They slowly as the box shrunk and they like squished into each other. Didn't you hear as that? They organs and guts no Just, yeah, way worse than decapitate. Decapitate me, absolutely. Like, it's, um, you know, I probably won't even feel it before it's even, before my head hits the ground. That, they felt that. Every squishing little minute second until they were sludged. Like, so I defy anybody out there to to tell me there's a, a, a worse death scene. That and by Brad's far, face, Brad's face was everything because he, he couldn't even like, look. He could barely look. Oh, like, and you and like, when he did, he, oh. yeah, no, no, it, that no, oh. I agree. That scene horrendous. So, yeah. Uh, so X Five decided to tr- be, be a betrayer and join Renslayer and Miss Minutes and. Yeah, that's yeah. X five, Brad. Uh, <laughs> so works out. The, the he ends piece. up being a great tool later on in the episode, though. Oh, I love that. Oh man, like okay, so we get to the so we get to the point where uh, you know uh, uh, Mobius, Loki, Sylvie, and you know um, we have uh, uh, Ob and Victor. They're all in the room. They're working on the loom and testing things out. And so they're like, all right, well, we're going to let you guys get back to it and work. And we're let's go have some pie. This pissed off Sylvie to no end. Like, are you, are you Sylvie is Sylvie though? Like she's not wrong. Like I'm going back to her love as a dagger scene. Like, when she's when she starts speaking, she knows what's up. Like she called Mobius out and told him, like literally everything around us is being destroyed, and you care about pie. This is just another day at the office mm-hmm. for you. You didn't want to go find out if any of your timelines had been killed, if any variants of you have been killed. And at this point, this is probably why Mobius hasn't gotten a jet ski because he killed. He's letting all of his timelines with jet skis get killed off. So, okay, I hear what you're saying. And you and I, last season, we disagreed on Sylvie. You love Sylvie. Sylvie's a villain villain. And she's, I mean, I'm going to be honest. That the end scene is her fault. Everything she did from the stabbing set all this in motion. So, technically, all the, if we had to assign blame for who's all these trillions to the trillion power multiverses that are apparently gone, whose blood, who's on whose hands, it's all on Sylvie's hands. Unless it was orchestrated for Sylvie to be there. It was was still, Sylvie still had free will. She could have listened to Loki and not. Killed Hilly Huber remains. You know what's amazing? We are now saying mm-hmm. listen to Loki when at any other point in the MCU we never would have said that. No, he's a trickster god. Why would anyone listen to Loki? So I get what you're saying. Yes, this is facts. But in this case, listen to Loki. No, so. I agree. I I love the moral compass change that we're seeing in Loki. Um and I hope it's here to stay, but I also hope we get a variant that is yeah. brings back his mischief. Yeah. 
I mean, we got we got a very much a Captain America speech from Loki in the pie room to Sylvie. Like it was inspirational. Like hold on to hope. I almost felt like we're you know talking to President Loki Obama. Like it was like like hope and dreams and this and that. And he was doing the inspiring. Like, but he was believing it. Like it was. I was like, wow, Loki did a 180. This is not the same Loki, you know, that we've we've known to hate and love. So no, so and he, he convinced Sylvia a little bit. So he did. He did. And he can he can convinces so Sylvia and Loki, they keep giving in to each other. And like when he calls her soft, like mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe her moral compass is giving him moral compass too, or vice versa. I don't know. But um maybe they're each other's hope. <laughs> It might be good. So here, here's here's my little theory. I think if Loki left to their own devices by themselves, they're disastrous. You know, they're they're doomed to always fail and repeat themselves. But when Lokis are together, like Sylvie and, and our prime Loki here, they can do some. They can break their chain, their generational trauma bonds, and of you know they can do good. And we we're seeing that. So they kind of need each other. To be this complete uh, god, I was about to say human being, but they're not humans. No, Loki. Very Loki says we are gods. She said, "Are you just going to keep trying to play God?" And he goes, "We are gods." (laughs) I loved that part. Um, He accepted it. Yes, we are gods. Literally, they are gods. So, so after that speech, you know, we we get all the chaos with Renslayer, and then Mobius comes back with hot chocolate. And talks about how it came from a hot chocolate machine. So, of course, you say the nerdiest thing ever. And and uh, (laughs) Victor's got to go. So Victor got escorted, and um, that is how he gets captured by X Five. Yeah, and taken Uh, to Renslayer. Yep. So D ninety is the one who pruned. The D90 is the one who pruned Mobius in the in season one. He got pruned himself by X5, which mm-hmm. I, I'm going to be honest. I thought, tell me first, fleeting second, when Victor gave I thought uh, it was D90, Victor, yeah. I did too. I was like, wait, did he program I thought he gave that him machine something, to prune yeah. people? Yeah, I was like, no way, he's a super genius. But then we find out it was, it was X5 who pruned him <laughs> and took Victor. That kind so, of added to the yeah. innocence factor of Victor, it, it though. Did. It did. It so, did. It, again, that kind of like, oh, did that happen? Oh, no, good. It's still, <laughs> is there still hope? Oh, nope. Now he's taken by Renslayer. What? Miss Minutes, um, his two scorned lovers. Yeah. So, we got a cliffhanger answered for us uh, from the very first episode of Who Pruned Loki? Uh, because it showed uh, Loki uh, with that little uh, loom indicator thing, like it was a different dress Loki looking around, and you hear the phone ring. We see the fact that Miss Minutes trapped uh, Sylvie in the elevator um, and stuff, and, and basically Miss Minutes was just taking over the TVA, locking people out, everything. Um, and so we hear the phone rings. We see Loki looking at the phone, and then he gets pruned because we see the other Loki who's trying to find Sylvie, prune him, Sylvie witness it, and he's like, I'll explain later. No, he so. says, he says, 
you'll believe it later or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you, yeah. it'll make sense later. It'll make sense. It'll, it'll make, make sense. Yeah. It will make sense. But you yeah. notice he didn't say that to Loki. He said it to us. Mm-hmm. The direction yep. of his head changes. He is talking to the audience. It will make oh. sense later. I thought it made pretty good sense now. Like, I, I understood it. I know Sylvie didn't. That was weird to open the door and then watch the guy you're trying to tra- uh, you know, catch a uh, Renslayer with get pruned in front of you. And then you see him right behind. Like, it. yeah, it's like, did I just watch a Loki prune a Loki? Oh. Like, what? Yeah. So, yeah. and then the phone ring. That was the other mystery. Like, who was calling? It was Obi. <laughs> Obi. Which is weird. Weird. He's like, dude, you need to get down here. Like, we we need to find Miss you know Miss Minutes is locking everyone out and everything else. I mean, I, and then he came up on the fly, like, well, if we reset, you know, the TVA, it we could take it, her yeah. out. And but the thing is, you know, I mean, people the people who have magical powers will get their powers back, and they both shout, "Do it, do it now." We yeah, want they, they can now the use their powers in the TVA, yeah. Um, yep. Unfortunately, it didn't appear to make a difference, at least with what yeah. we saw. We don't know what the end game is here, so it could very well make sense after. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, we I have no clue what what next episode is going to be because none of this. I mean, we we literally got a season ending like finale. And we have no clue. Like, oh, we, we we know we got a couple more episodes. We just don't know what direction they're going to because of what what happened at the end of this one. Yeah, they, they have a blank canvas for pretty much the entire MCU at this point. Mm-hmm. Timelines, multiverse, so, it's all whatever you want to do, variants. Oh, the yeah. MCU just gave uh, itself a blank timeline. Oh, yeah. I do love how Sylvie got some payback on Renslayer. Because he, uh, she possessed uh, X Five, and X Five did a pretty good job acting out a character when he walked back into that war room. <laughs> he saw Victor Timely, and then he grabs uh, Rinsley. He's like, "Come with me, come here." Like, "Oh, hey, yeah," and stab. You get pruned. Like that was just really it kind of so a nice little, little payback. It was. It was. It goofy. was. I can uh, I can just imagine a Sylvie in the corner just kind of being all giddy that she like that he, she got her upcoming. Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm glad to so, see Renslayer gone because I'm done. And Miss Minute, let's not. Ne- well, like we, hey, maybe yeah. Miss Minute's gone because the TVA is never going to be rebuilt. Maybe that yep. that system is never going to be rebooted. Maybe we're done with Miss Minutes. So, tell me what you think about this this interaction. So. When they were resetting things and Miss Minute did the whole, like, you'll never be him. Mm-hmm. I think that really kind of cut, like, Victor kind of deeply and stuff. Like, you're never going to be living up to this. That's why Victor, I think that's the reason why Victor put on the suit. He's like, I'm going to be, I can be your hero. I can save the TVA. This is my work. And And that was, I think that was a setup. I think she said that. And mm. because King, King, King's, uh, he protects himself. Why would he ever put himself in danger knowing he's not a dumb guy and stuff? But, but wasn't that why he didn't want, he wasn't going to be killed because 
if he's killed, then that's how we got the variants. So yeah. I, I don't know. So I think he wanted to be the hero, and he thought he this was going to play out the way he thought. So he he suited up, and he's like, "This has to be me. I got to be the so I am going to live up to the you know you know screw Miss Minutes and what she said to me. I'm I'm going to live up to to this." And so he goes out, and when they open the doors, spaghettification. I'm like, not going to lie; that was a rough death scene too. You saw, like, I, I, I slowed mode that. I saw his, you see his ribs, you see his skeleton, you see everything get spaghettified. Like, I was like, and it shocked me. I'm like, wait. I guess. This ain't supposed to happen this way. This, this, wait, what? So it was one that, of those, it was like, it, yay, you have hope. And you literally got yanked immediately. Yeah. There's a little bit of hope. Yep. Yank. That was this entire yep. episode. Uh, it was a complete, like, brain F. Out of predictability, I was expecting him to go out there. The time, you know, like him, he's facing, he's fighting against the clock. You know, he maybe the he drops part of the machine, or he has to figure it out on the fly. Like there's this whole rate. Like th- that's how shows work, right? There's this culmination of a, this buildup. No, we got robbed of that instantly. As soon as he walked out there, boom, dead. Um, yeah, just like you said, like. Jaw hit the floor. What the freak? I just realized we didn't share this live out to anything except for the uh, the original, our main Facebook page. Oh, are you serious? <laughs> I told you I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> it's and okay. I just realized we have like no... <laughs> We've no been talking for how long? All right. Uh, uh, hang on, I well, got it. I got it. Yeah, it's it's fine. Still just record it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we still have access to it. I just shared it out. It's so funny because we just just been for forty five minutes. <laughs> we just, just talking to ourselves. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Well, so, hey, I'm okay. If you're we're, we're, if you're just we're... joining right now on any of the video platforms, you can uh, <laughs> go back and replay because that was a faux pas on our part. But go listen yep. to the recording. So spoiler alert for all those who are brand new joining us. We've been talking about for the past 45 minutes, Loki and the arc and how everything is going. So if you yeah. haven't seen the latest episode and you're going to be upset with spoilers, this is not the place for you. So, yep, yep, yep. Do not watch this. Do not tune in. Uh, when talking about Loki, and we're going to continue to, we're basically almost wrapping up. Yeah, uh, we forgot to share to all of our uh, sites, so <laughs> go yep, back no, and watch bad. the replay. That's okay. Go back and so, watch the and you're going to want to. We actually talk. There's some really good stuff that we talked about and stuff. So you mm-hmm. you want to stream and watch or listen to the podcast um, and just download it if you missed it, which you did because I didn't share this out to everybody. So yep, okay. don't don't watch. Just we'll just finish up here. <laughs> so predictions. Yeah, we'll just, let's 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 we'll talk just, about uh, some predictions. Make sure we share out the uh, recording to all of the sites. It's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yep. My bad. Predictions. Predictions. Yeah. What, I what, have I mean, it's wide open. nothing. <laughs> nothing. I don't even know what I want. That's how. It's 
wide open it is. I don't even know what I want to see at this point. So I, oh my God, I, I don't know. I, I want to see, I don't know what I want to see. They can go so many ways. I mean, obviously there's other realms when people die. I mean, it, they just exist. Loki could go to, go to hell and go meet his sister, Hela and have a conversation and maybe get brought. I don't know. Cause there's nothing like, as far as we know, the, the multiverse is gone. Like, it's well, I mean, right. technically, well, I guess he couldn't because he's not. Can can Loki go to Valhalla if he dies in battle? He's not a true Asgardian. That's so that's Asgardian. why I was like, mm, does it work that way? But in the MCU, if they let Jane go, they let Jane. So he would qualify then. I mean, he's as more of an Asgardian than she is. So. And, and he technically he was in a battle. Yeah, yeah. Trying to save all the existence of mankind, alien kind, species kind. So I would say instead of going to see Hela, he might be going to see Odin. Because they did make a, a they did bring, a, have a nod to Odin in this episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. And I, yeah, I have no, I, I this is the first time I don't really have a, a, a theory. I don't know what I want to see. I don't know what's going to happen. There's nothing that, I mean, it literally just ended, severed all of my rabbit hole connections and stuff. So this next episode is going to be fresh eyes. I don't have expectations or anything. I'm just excited to see what's about to unfold. Pure excitement, faith in Kevin Feige and trust Mm -hmm. in the MCU uh, to take whatever blank canvas that they just gave themselves and make it something absolutely incredible. Yep. Yeah. Hi, Bill. I, I, at this point in time, that's literally all, all we can we can do. Um, I, I've never seen somebody so cleanly severed so many people's theories. <laughs> Just like, nope, all wrong. Boom, 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 boom. Literally Complete. starting fresh. Uh, yeah. It Like I said, even the writing in this entire episode was such a whirlwind because you had that constant, like there's struggle and then there's hope and there's struggle and there's hope. And it was literally mm-hmm. every two to three minutes you were being yanked in another direction. Um, yep. And then just those lat like, like the graphic nature of the murder scenes, the, those last two scenes where you get him, see him get spaghetti size, spaghetti strap whatever you called him earlier spaghetti fied <laughs> um and then the cut to black yeah incredible so we have youtube user kevin saying loki will get renewed season three no i know that that's not going to happen actually kevin Feige actually said that's that's not going to happen. So uh, what we do know is that this season is going to inform Deadpool 3 and some of the other upcoming movies and stuff. But there is no talks or plans for a renewal of of this season. So if that is, that's, that's why they're giving themselves. News. That's why they're giving themselves this blank canvas, because they, they used Loki to do what they needed him to do, like his character. Um 
the MCU just got a blank canvas. Mm-hmm. They can literally change anything they want right now because time doesn't exist. I mean, it's crazy. It's literally, Loki just Ragnarok the entire MCU multiverse. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was destined to do that because Lokis are destined to fail. Again, this is why Sylvie is a villain because she didn't have to stab he who remains, but she did anyway. And here we are. Thank you, Sylvie. You're such. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it could have been Miss Minutes, and this is part of He Who Remains plan this whole time, but Sylvie didn't have to be a pawn in that plan. So. The Marvel's box office total run prediction 750 to 850. Dollars? <laughs> that's that's kind of low. I think we're. <laughs> I hope we're going. Uh, at least the yeah, I'm, over I'm, here. I'll be honest. I don't see it hitting a billion, but I definitely see it hitting higher. It's been a while. And I, and I say that, like, it's been a while since we have, like, a big feature, like, Marvel on the big screen, like Guardians, like we're, Guardians we're 3, getting. wasn't it? Yeah, it was. And we're kind of in a new era. Like we have short term memory. So you give us a few months, it's a reset. So, yeah. And people are getting out there in the theaters more. We're seeing that. We saw that with Barbie and Oppenheimer, and people are, aren't afraid of theaters as much. So we may see. And it's coming out during this Christmas season, which fourth quarter is a really good. So is it November 10th? Yeah, November 10th. 10th. So if you're gonna everyone go watch it. We like if go mm-hmm. if you are a Marvel fan, go support it in theaters. That is a great way to contribute to getting more things done in the future. Not that Marvel needs and, and I'll be honest, it looks like maybe they'll pay their actors fun, better. <laughs> yeah, looks like it's a fun, campy kind of guardian of the galaxy kind of style, which I love. I mean, it's kind of my favorite. And we get endings or we get um we get some connections to Secret Invasion, most likely. We get connections mm-hmm. to WandaVision. We get connections mm-hmm. to um, Ms. Marvel. Doctor Strange. We get, yes, yes, Ms. Marvel, all those. So, yeah. It's I connecting mean, all of the things we've been consuming on Disney+. Plus. So, I definitely say go see it. It's definitely going to be a, a big... Um, I think it's going to be a box office hit. I don't know if it's going to crack a billion. I, I think at this point in time, no one really knows, but I think it's it's not going to flop. I'm going to go uh, 990. I'm going to go nine ninety or nine hundred and ninety seven million. Nine ninety seven. All right, I'll go nine ninety eight. Really? <laughs> so One dollar more. One dollar more. So yeah, no, I I think it's going to do good. It, it, I think it it will. Uh, there's always those who are going to say it's flop, but they haven't seen it. These, these are when people tell you something's going to be bad and they haven't seen it. That's when you stop listening to them. Just just don't just close your ears and walk away. Like okay, you, unless you're a psychic or you've been to the future and, and the, on some point in the timeline, you have no freaking clue what's this going to do. I mean, the same people who said Barbie is too woke. It's going to flop. It's not even going to break 50 million. A billion dollars later, those people are I was pretty not quiet. A fan. I was not a fan of that movie, and I was vocal hey, about most it people, my, my wife actually wasn't a fan of, of Barbie, but it still made a billion dollars and stuff. So. I know, and that's 
no, a lot of people loved the movie and I was like, eh, but this, yeah. if you want a review of that, go check out my Facebook page, yeah, scroll yeah, yeah. down for a couple of months. It's in there somewhere. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I think that does that about all we have for, uh, yeah, I have no predictions of what we're going to see. I mean, I want to see got, Loki. I think we're going to see a, Loki. I just don't know what that looks like. I have no idea either. <laughs> I am looking to see if we have our uh, ending in here. Oh, play at the end. Oh. I got it. All right. Yeah. So that's all that yes, we have tonight for the Marvel Tribe. Uh, thanks for joining us in this live. Sorry we didn't share it out sooner. We were a little, a little confused. Um <laughs> But check My us bad. out. Check no, no, stop. Ch make sure you're checking us out on um, all podcast platforms. Check yep. us out on all of our other social media, Walt's Apartment Podcast, and join us on Patreon. And we'll see you later. <laughs>